Hi, you're listening to Yeah, It Can't Be Good, a rewatch podcast of the sci fi original series Eureka. Let's get started. Hey, this is Doug with the TV Guide Synopsis, Season 3, Episode 7. Here come the suns. The arrival of a second son over Eureka upstages the town's mayoral race and forces Carter, Allison, and Zane to investigate the fiery threat. Original air date, September 16th, 2008. Creators Andrew Cosby and Jamie Paglia, written by Jamie Paglia and Eric Wallace. Directed by Oz Scott. Hi, this is Vicki, and I'm here with my co-host Doug Gramley for Season 3, Episode 7, Here Comes the Suns. Hi, Doug. How are you? Good, how are you? I'm doing well. Okay. In this episode, we have elections, we have double sons, and we have more bunker drama. So at the beginning, um, Carter finds out that the sheriff's office is the official polling place for elections. I don't know how long he's been there, but... I was going to say, like, this hasn't come up before yeah. or something, that he hasn't had that responsibility. Right. Although Allison does mention they haven't had a mayor in over a year. Do we know why that is? Has that ever been mentioned before? I can't think of a reason why. Yeah, I don't remember that. I'm sure the last mayor probably blew up or something. (laughs) Yeah, because I don't remember them talking about that at all. Did you think that Joe was acting more like first season Joe in this episode than she has been? Well, she made a comment. You know, I think Carter said, why is this his responsibility? And and Joe says, well, if you make me sheriff. Um, A little bit, yeah. I mean, she was being a little short with him. Yeah, I felt like that too more than once. She said she wasn't his lackey more than once. And then even in Cafe Diem when he got stopped by somebody, oh, the candidate, and she was going to the counter to get coffee and he asked her to get him some and again she said, not your lackey. I mean, he's not sending her out for coffee. She was going to the counter anyway. I don't know if there's, if she's got something, something against him or... Yeah, I don't know what was going... to uh, upset her. Yeah, it, it was weird. She was acting like first season Joe who, you know, was resentful of him. So people are campaigning in Vincent's, and a photographer takes a picture of Vincent and Fargo in front of Vincent's Wall of Fame, and you see that Eva notices the Wall of Fame, and she seems to have an issue with it, but she confiscates all the pictures. Yeah, she's shady. Which are, I guess, all the old-time pictures from Eureka from the early days. The first Eureka, yeah, when Eureka first came established. Lucas is running for mayor. I guess kids can run for mayor in Eureka. Yeah. So Zoe's running his campaign, and Vincent is running for mayor, and Fargo is running his campaign. And both of them seem like they don't want anything to do with it. That's exactly what I was going to say. It seemed like the campaign managers are more into being mayor. They wanted to set up a uh, puppet regime. Exactly. I don't think they could have found anyone who looks more like a politician than that third guy, Herrera. Herrera. His name is spelled Halo, but I guess it's pronounced Hollow. Yes, he was the ultimate... Uh, Yeah, I mean, he looked like a politician. So, he apparently could seed clouds to make his image in the sky. He can manipulate clouds. Right. So we find that out, and then we find out that Zoe's supposed to be doing a lab project with Kylie. And she keeps putting it off, and she decides to let Kylie handle it because she's too invested in the election. Kylie's, what, nine or something? Uh, yeah, I think so. So she lets Kylie take lead, and so we know that can't do anything but wreak havoc. And in the meantime, Zane finds film on a security camera from the bunker, and it's 35 millimeter film. 
So they want to find somebody old enough to develop 35-millimeter film. It didn't dawn on me at first with what they were saying, what they were getting at. You know, then you see Carter kind of doing it himself, and I'm like, okay, that's it was kind of a little jab at him. Yeah, but how does Carter know how to develop film? Do we know that? I think he said it was like a hobby. Oh. Yeah, I think it was just a hobby of his. Oh, I must have missed that. They said we need somebody old enough, and I got the old joke part of it. But, you know, I'm old enough. I wouldn't know how to develop it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just, I, I think he mentions that it was a hobby. So we're back to GD, and Ava asks Allison to support Hollo Herrera as mayor. And Allison's a little put off by that, which anyone would be. Right. They also talk about the bunker, and they all still want to know what that bunker's all about. And Eva explains that they found radiation in that area. Yeah, and she orders a thermal cleaning, right? Right. I didn't notice how many times they've ordered thermal cleanings on the show. How many times they ordered thermal yeah, cleaning? Yeah, this is like the second time already, and then we know we have a third time coming up. Yeah, it's, you know, when you have to get rid of some <laughs> Stein stuff, it's the only way to do it is thermal cleaning. I guess so. Carter develops the film, and they find a picture of four guys... I don't know how they figured out it was 1939, but it was probably dated or something. I think there was a date on the camera. Oh, okay. They find this picture of these four scientists or whoever they were walking, three or four, walking into this room. And then they have a picture of Eva just a few days before walking into the same room. So they really want to know what's going on in this place. And then it's debate night. Somehow, somebody who's just been in Eureka for a few weeks or however seems to be in charge of this whole election. So Lexi (laughs) seems to be in charge of this election. Now, Kim, Skip, and I have already discussed our feelings about Lexi, so we're going to give you the opportunity to do the same. What do you think about her character? Yeah, I think she's great. Um, I think she she does a nice job there. No, I don't (laughs) think she adds any value to the show. She's just kind of there. They could have picked anybody else to run the debate, you know, so it's just she's there. There's no real reason for her to be there except that she's Jack's sister. I said the same thing. I wonder what their thought process was of bringing in this character who doesn't add to the show at all. Kind of like that person that is not from around here but then tries to insert herself in what everyone does. And talks a lot, you know. (laughs) But she adds no value to the storyline. And I just, I wonder if she was going to be a regular character or if she was just there to bridge some, I don't know, you know, because Nathan died. So that kind of the artifact and all that, that storyline ended. They have Eva, but they can't do a whole season on just Eva. So I was just wondering if maybe they brought her in to just bridge some gap. But she doesn't add anything. Right, and I was under the impression that everybody in the town has to have some sort of value. That's what I thought, too, yeah. You know, like, you couldn't just have anybody come in and move, even if they were, you know, related to somebody there. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it is if you're moving in with your family. I mean, you're not going to throw away your kids if their kids don't have value, but not that kids don't have value, but you know what I mean. Yeah. You know, if your (laughs) adult child came back home to live... So I don't know. I just never understood the reason for her character. This is a little bit spoilerish, but I'm wondering if she was meant to be a regular character and then they decided that this isn't working 
which is why they finally got rid of her. Or if she was always just meant to do this number of episodes for no apparent reason. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I can't even figure out what Carter's relationship is with her. I mean, it seems that she sort of annoys him. Yes. And maybe that's why she's there, is to just kind of add this other wrinkle in his daily uh, routine. You know what? That's that's a good thought. Because they lost Nathan, and Nathan was his adversary. So maybe right. they needed something to bridge the gap until they started a new storyline, or t- until they got moving with this bunker storyline. With Nathan not there, Carter doesn't have that catalyst anymore that sort of makes him twitch and maybe his sister is kind of like that not to the point where they that they argue or they don't see eye to eye but maybe a little bit maybe that's a good thought i never thought of that because every time i watch this series and i've watched it a lot i just don't understand the purpose they've brought in new characters you know and they will bring in new characters but they always have a purpose they always add to the story yeah she doesn't so all of a sudden there's two sons and Nobody knows what the reason for the second son is, but they say it seems to be stable and it will dissipate. Yeah, eventually. originally they think that it's Herrera's, uh, that he did something because he can manipulate the clouds, because it came right at the moment where he made a speech, and then this bright sun all of a sudden appears. I feel like if there's a, a sun that was only hovering like a thousand feet overhead, I mean, yeah, it's not the real sun, but I feel like there would be a little bit more heat that they were portraying i mean because this thing looked hot (laughs) it looked like a mini sun it did yeah uh yeah they said it started off as a dwarf star but then it does later on it it does get hot yeah it gets hotter it gets bigger yeah bigger and hotter and stuff yeah so they initially think herrera is behind it but apparently he he has a cloud farm but he only works with clouds he doesn't work with with sun or anything like that So Allison and Carter are talking about the pictures they found in the bunker, and Allison tells Carter that Eva asked Allison to endorse Herrera. Carter thinks that that makes it more evident that Herrera's behind this because he believes Eva's behind it now. Yeah. That they're all in cahoots together. And then Vincent complains to Carter that Eva took his wall of fame, which we already said, and she redacts all the photos. Vincent just thinks it's because she doesn't want him to appear to be a leader in the community. Carter yeah. doesn't think it's just an election thing. Carter thinks there's something else behind it. There's something, yeah, something else going on. Right. Because now it's getting really, really hot. Fargo asked Zane for a prototype of his keep cool gel. It just so happens that he has this invention that he came up with. Right. You know, at this moment in time, it's just a very convenient thing. Yeah. And it usually is, yeah. Yeah, so he asked Zane for this gel because Vincent was sweating, and and his whole thing was that you have to look cool under pressure. Right. So Fargo gives Vincent the gel to make him not sweat and hopefully appear more appealing to the voters. Right, and so they're both in suits while everybody else is in short. Right. You know, apparently Lexi has pains or something and or got dizzy, and she's in the infirmary. And she calls for Allison. Not uh, OBGYN. And she even said, why is she asking for me? Right. So she goes, and they discover that Lexi's having twins, and both are boys. Yeah. And I know that you have a problem with that. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I don't know how far along she is. She's not showing. Yeah. Right? And 
I thought that you'd have to wait a little while longer. I forgot how many weeks it is to find out if you're having a boy or a girl. I think, you know, you wait a certain amount of time, but right. I don't think it's been that long. Sharika has some sort of, you know, ultrasound technology that nobody knows about, which I wouldn't put it past them that they have something. Right. But it still, like, seemed a little too early to be able to tell that she's got two sons. The point of that was to be able to insert that line into the dialogue, two sons. Kylie finally gets Zoe's attention because she's been left to do her project by herself and she brings Zoe to her playhouse and she's the one who created the second son. She yeah, created an entire universe. Right. Or uh, a solar system. Right, in the playhouse and the sun yeah. is in the sky. But again, it was supposed to have dissipated. So she created it and apparently she did it the way she was supposed to do it, but it didn't dissipate like Everyone keeps saying it should have. Allison starts investigating into the bunker. She finds all these files that are redacted, but she thinks about going to accounting, and she finds receipts in accounting for things that were purchased for the bunker way back when, and it seems to be a lot of ingredients for bomb-making. So Carter, Allison, and Zane go into the bunker, and they find evidence that bodies were removed. Yeah, Zane's got this little contraption that can scan like that luminol stuff. Yeah. Yeah, but better. Yeah, so they find the imprints of, of these bodies just lying on the ground, and they were able to tell uh, how long they were the bodies were there for. Right. And uh, when they died and how old they were when they died. Right. And the weird thing that they find out is that the people went into the bunker, they were around the age of 30, 35, 35 to 40, and they died in the same year. Yeah. But their biological age was 75 or 80. Yeah. So he has no idea what that's all about. But they really need to stop showing me rats in this episode. Not a rat fan. I Not. Not. Even on, on commercials, I can't. I have to turn them off. They just have one sitting on a shelf while they're all talking to each other. Yeah. Gotta stop with the rats. Ugh. They get caught while they're in there. Uh, Zane has the... Uh... You know, the know-all to kind of take out the chip and put it in his pocket before they confiscate his. But they still have the information. Yes. And from that, Henry gets all that information that we just talked about. But that was much like when, way back when, when Henry took a scan of a body that Nathan was trying to confiscate. Yep. They all seem to work under the same mindset. In the meantime... Eva's transporting the bodies. The way she's talking about the bodies, Allison says, it seems like you you know them personally, which would be kind of impossible. But she doesn't get any answers from Eva. So Zoe's being pretty crappy. Like, you know, she's not taking any responsibility. Which, right. I mean, she really she didn't have anything to do with the project, but she she was supposed to be working on She was. And when project. she thought they were going to get an A, she was taking all credit for the Right. Yeah. So she was being pretty crappy to her, and Kylie wants to help Henry fix it. And she takes readings all over town, and she says that the upper air is saturated with hydrogen. Right. So Carter and Kylie go to see Dr. Herrera. And Kylie did her experiment properly, and Dr. Herrera did whatever he does properly, but as usual in Eureka, these two things combined. Right, for the perfect storm. Exactly. So that's why the sun didn't dissipate. And was only getting stronger right. and bigger. I think Zane says that it just started out as a dwarf star, 
and now yep. is turning into a red super giant. Yep. So they decide they need to launch a disbursement module. Which I, is what Herrera uses to launch stuff. Right. Which, can I just say, for like a real-world application, this guy being able to create rain clouds... Exactly. If this is actually possible, the people who write these episodes, I'm sure there's some sort of research done. They don't just make outrageous claims. No, they don't. And I remember reading that specifically. The science they use is, in theory, could work. Yeah. It doesn't work. And Henry, or Joe Morton, always wanted to be sure that the science they were using, theoretically... Is accurate. Is accurate. Yeah, because, I mean, this would be, uh, uh, like, an unbelievable real-world application. Exactly. If you can create rain clouds in areas that are, you know, in drought or uh, forest fires or stuff like that, you know, it's just uh, yeah. So, a lot of good ideas on the show. I know, I know. So they have a meeting and they discuss how to deal with the sun, and like we t- just talked about, they need to shoot something into it. Eva thinks it's too dangerous and she wants to evacuate the whole town. And Carter even says it's like she wants, or Allison says, somebody does, it's like she just wants the whole town to burn. Yeah, this is, I mean, this is like perfect for her because now she doesn't have to have that thermal cleaning done. She could just let this happen naturally. Right. And and just just let the sun, you know, the second sun take care of. And just destroy the town and not worry about it. They do evacuate everybody, and Zane and Carter are going to go to the site to launch whatever they have to launch into the, what do they call it? Supergiant. Eva comes in and says they're supposed to be gone, so Carter pulls rank and makes sure Joe takes her to the evacuation site, where, of course, everybody's campaigning. Right. Just Just like politicians. Just like, yeah, just like real world. Henry gets angry and makes a speech of his own about how Eureka is about the people and we're supposed to care about the people and not the politics. And Lexi seems to be a little impressed by that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm happy that she's impressed. Yeah. But it's funny. At one point, they're putting Lexi on the bus and Allison says to her, are you doing okay? And she says, oh, yes, but I wish somebody would do something about this heat. That's what the whole episode's about. Yeah. Like, are you not paying attention to what's going on, ever? That's what they're trying to do. Exactly. It was like an afterthought. Oh, like, nobody's noticed this heat. I wish somebody would do something about it. (laughs) Um, And Joe and Zane have a goodbye, kind of, which is the first in a very long string of misunderstandings with these two. Yeah, you know, are they on again, off again? I don't know. It's just I, I can't. I can't figure out their. It's just she says something and he doesn't respond immediately. You know, at the end, this all happens, and this is what, what always happens with them. Yeah, he doesn't respond immediately, so she just goes off in a huff and doesn't want to talk to him anymore. And you know, this happens all the way through the series. They just never talk to each other. She kissed him. He thought it was about the "we're gonna die" kind of scenario. She said something like, I love you. I don't think she said that, but he didn't respond immediately. Yeah. And so she doesn't give him a minute to respond. She just gets mad, like she always does, and walks away. And now she doesn't want to talk to him because I put myself out there. She always says that. I put myself out there. (laughs) Typical typical relationship. Yeah, Yeah, I guess. 
Carter and Zane go out to fire the module and it fries. So that's not going to work. Kylie remembers that Dr. Herrera has that hydrogen seeding device. Yep. So she says they could use it in place of whatever contraption they had. Luckily for Carter, he confiscated Fargo's, um, what do you call it again? The cooling gel? Yes. Yeah. So he just happened to have it on him now that they have they have to get inside Dr. Herrera's rain farm. You know, I just I was watching the episode and as Carter and, and Zane are driving, I, I was thinking to myself, I'm like the sun being that close to the ground, wouldn't it melt the tires <laughs> of the car? And, and literally like two seconds after I, I was thinking that the car tires right. pop. Yeah. They melt. Yeah. <laughs> So they use the gel and they make it inside the the cloud farm. It's all foggy. They can't see what they're doing. They find the gun. They shoot the sun and it works. So now we're back to the end of the show where people voted. The election's over. They're announcing the winner. Lexi, of course, is in charge of announcing the winner, somebody who's been in town for two weeks. And the winner is Henry. Henry's confused because he wasn't on the ballot. Lexi started a write-in campaign to elect Henry Mayer due yeah. to the speech he gave at the evacuation site. Thanks for meddling with the town's business. <laughs> right? So he is mayor. Later on, Eva comes to Allison and says, oh, somebody canceled my thermal cleaning. And Allison pretty much says they did, and, you know, they're going to find out what's going on. And Eva yeah. just threatens her and says, stay out of my way. Yeah, I thought, you know, when Carter ordered her to leave... Yeah. I thought maybe she was coming around, but then, yeah, at the end, just kind of, you know, did another 180. Right. And I thought she was coming around when Zoe and her friends and Zane were trapped in the bunker because now kids are in danger. And I thought she was coming around, but towards the end, she, yeah, she went right back to, you know, no more information. You got as much as you're going to get. I saved your kids, and that's it. You're not going to get any more information. Right. When they saved the town, she did seem like she was, uh, like you said, coming around. But nope, she just does a reverse at the end of every episode. Yeah, I think maybe she was, you know, in her mind, she was thinking that it was going to fail, and they weren't going to be able to save maybe. the town when they ultimately did. So that's pretty much the end of the episode, unless we missed anything that you wanted uh, to talk about. No, I think that was everything. Okay. All right, then we will see you next week. Bye. Sounds good. Bye. Bye. Okay, DC, tell us what's next. Come back next time for Season 3, Episode 8 of There to Hereditary Team. See you later. Bye. Bye. Please remember to follow us on our Facebook page. Yeah, that can't be good. At Facebook.com backslash Eureka Rewatch. Or on Twitter at Eureka Rewatch. Links to information discussed during our podcasts will be added to our website at eurekarewatch.com. You can also listen to our podcast on Podbean. If you'd like to send us an email, please email us at eurekarewatch at gmail. We would love to hear from you. And we're now also available on Google Play.